Well, as we study the scriptures, we find there are clear scriptural instructions about listening that must be observed. Jesus said, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. That's John chapter 14, verse 21 and verse 23. Because careful listening is commanded by Christ, it's a way of expressing our love for Christ. Christ's love for us and our responsive love for him will become important in terms of good listening. We need to improve our listening skills. Well, here are some assignments that may help you to develop as a good listener and therefore improve your family relationships, improve your friendships, and even please the Lord. First, go back over what we've talked about in this podcast and describe your reaction to what we said in this podcast. How important do you think it is? Do you think it's unnecessary? you think it's just a waste of time? What's your reaction to what's been presented in this podcast? What were the most important points that I made about listening? Was there anything in this podcast that was particularly challenging to you or to your relationship to your family or even to other people? And then why was that important? Was there anything in this podcast with which you disagreed? What was it? Why did you disagree? What was meant by the phrase, listening with your whole person? What did I mean when I talked about listening with the whole person? And then what listening principles was illustrated by the story of Jesus and Mary in John chapter 11 at the death of uh, Lazarus and Jesus comes and Mary comes out. What biblical principle was illustrated? And when and why is good listening important and when and why does it require self-control? If you're going to be a good listener, why would it require good self-control. And then, what's meant by listening with your whole person? And why is humility, why would humility be required to be a good listener? And how is being humble violated by people in the way that they listen or don't listen? And then what's meant by the statement, listen properly, means you must have a servant's attitude. Why would that be necessary? 
to have a servant's attitude if you're going to be a good listener. And then talk about how can listening be a way of serving the other people? How can not listening be a way of not serving other people? And then talk about the question, how will pride and humility manifest themselves in the way that you listen? If you're proud, how will it manifest itself? If you're humble, how will it manifest itself in terms of good listening? And then what did Jesus imply about listening when he spoke of people who hear, but they don't hear? He used that phrase, they hear, but they don't hear. What did he mean by that statement? Has that occurred in your relationships? And then in this chapter, we talked about understanding what the other person really means by what they're saying, being a vital aspect of good listening. What are the steps that you must take to gain that understanding? to make sure you really have heard and understood what the other person is saying. And then another question to discuss. You might pause the podcast uh, after each of these questions and talk about them and then come back for the other questions. Another question would be, what listening principle did the example of Jesus use in terms of when he talked about the temple, destroy this temple, and three days I'll raise it up? What was necessary to really understand what Jesus meant when he used that word? What does that tell us about an important aspect of good listening? And then what two kinds of family problems may be caused by assuming that you are understanding the words or phrases in the same way. And what happens when you use the same words, you and your wife, you and your husband, you and your children may use the same words but mean something quite different by those words. What does it mean to listen for the intent or the purpose of a person's speech. I talked about being upstairs and I could say, I'm upstairs, and that could mean a a lot of different things if questions were not asked and answered. What caution must be exercised? when listening for a person's feelings or intent. may use the same words, but they may have different intentions. They may be trying to accomplish something very different by the same words, by the way that they say it, by the emotions that were involved in what was said. And then also discuss the question, 
Why is a faulty interpretation of another person's feelings or intent so dangerous? Why is it dangerous to have a wrong interpretation of the other person's feelings or intent when they say something? And then I'm going to give you a listening inventory. And as I see, you may want to pause the podcast and then go over this listening inventory. Do it as a husband, wife. Do it as your family. Evaluate the quality of the listening patterns on each of the items that I'm going to mention. Use the rating scale I or we never do this, or I or we seldom do this, or I or we sometimes do this, or I or we often do this, or we usually do this. And be honest about your ratings and pray and ask the Lord to help you to change. Because when you fail in these particular ways, It will interfere in family relationships and family communication. Here are the items on which to rate yourself. We are often communicating with another family member. When this is going on, we're communicating. Do we squarely face the other person? Do we express openness through our hands and our arms? Do we express interest through our body posture? Do we look at the other person who is speaking? Do we appropriately present ourselves as relaxed? and not tense and at ease and ready to hear what the other person is saying? Do we listen with the mind? Do we give the other person our full attention? Do we listen with our emotions? Can you identify with what the other person is feeling? And you like Jesus, when Mary was weeping, Jesus wept with her. Does that happen as you communicate with other family members? Do you pace your responses? Are you quick to speak? Are you slow to speak? Do you pace your responses in accordance with the emotional state of the speaker? Maybe this is not the time to talk about certain issues, but you must make time to talk about them at a time when the other person is not emotionally aroused or distressed. Do you discipline yourself to listen even when you're tired? You're weary, you're tired, you've had a hard day, and it's going to take more effort to really listening. Do you do that? Do you discipline yourself to listen even when what the other person is talking about isn't particularly interesting to you? Do you listen with your ears, with your body, with your mind? 
to what the other person is saying, even if it's not something that's particularly interesting to you, but is interesting to the other person. Do you discipline yourself to listen, even when you don't agree? person may be saying something you don't agree with. Do you discipline yourself and restrain yourself from responding too quickly? You discipline yourself to listen even when you don't agree. When you don't agree with what the person wants to talk about, do you discipline yourself to listen? Are you willing to humble yourself and be the other person's servant? Do you control your emotions as you listen? Or do you get so stirred up and just respond in ways that are really destructive rather than help you, helpful? Do you discipline yourself to listen even when you're being rebuked or when you are being corrected? Sometimes people tune the other person out if they have anything by way of rebuke or by way of correction. Another question, are you patient? Would you say that you're slow to be angry? That's what the scripture says we're to be. And that's so important in listening. And then do you control your responses or do you blast the other person and take over rather than very carefully respond, making sure it's the right time and you're ready to do it in the right manner and with the right words. You thought about it, you prayed about it and come to a conclusion from the Bible, from Scripture, some of the Scripture verses we mentioned in this podcast Are you going to follow what the scripture says or just do it? And therefore sometimes destroy relationships. How about this matter of dominating the conversation? When you're talking to another family member, are you the one who controls the conversation? What you talk about? Who does the talking? Or are you willing to allow other people to make their comments. What about allowing the other person the freedom to talk about his interest or his or her concerns? Or are you the one who chooses what you're going to talk about? Do you allow other people in the family to fully state their opinions Or is your opinion the only one that matters? Do you refrain from drawing conclusions or giving advice until you have carefully listened to the other person? And then what about the matter of recognizing that your viewpoint may be biased? Perhaps your viewpoint isn't exactly correct. Maybe you're personally biased in some way. Do you ever consider that that may be true? And then what about the matter of being aware that you're not 
always accurately hearing the words another person uses. As you can have, you may have not really heard what the other person was saying or meaning when they spoke. Do you recognize that you may use the same words or phrases but have different meanings? And then what about the matter of trying to understand another person's words in the way he uses them? Two people may use the same words and mean something different. Do you recognize that in the family that they may be true? And then do you realize that your interpretation of another person's speech may be influenced by your own emotional condition? You're upset, you're tired, you're weary, you're rather upset about something, maybe something that happened during the day that's going to influence the way you hear or even the way you speak to other family members. What about recognizing that your interpretation of of another person's feelings may be erroneous? I know exactly what you were feeling. Are you God? Do you have absolute confidence that you know what the other person is feeling? Are you willing to humble yourself and let the other person communicate what they're feeling? Are you cautious in the matter of attributing an evil intent to another person's statements? I know why you're saying that, and it was a bad reason for saying that. Or are you willing to be humble and not play God? pretending you're omniscient. Are you willing to really hear people out, hear what everything they have to say, and not jump to conclusions? Do you refrain from dogmatically predicting what the other person is going to say? I know what you're going to say. Well, you're not God. Are you willing to restrain yourself and allow the other person to say what they want to say. Do you acknowledge that the other person knows what he means by what he's saying much better than you do? Are you willing to humble yourself in that way and allow the other person to interpret what they were saying, why they were saying it? And what about the matter of Refusing to use the time when the other person is speaking to prepare your response. In other words, you're not really listening. As soon as they've said something, you're already thinking about how you can respond to what they've said and show that they're wrong. And then what about the matter of being slow to interrupt? Do you interrupt other family members or are you slow to interrupt and allow them to say it, and then you give your perspective. And then, and as I say, you may want to stop this podcast temporarily and talk about these questions. When somebody has been giving you their perspective, 
You listen in such a way that you can accurately summarize and reflect what the other person has said. And you accurately reflect what the other person has said because you've listened carefully. And then you let the other person complete his story or do you interrupt them? And you have to get in there and give your perspective on it. You allow the other person to fully express their perspective. So those are some of the things that are important in good listening. And identify ways in which you are being biblical in your listening or identify ways in which you need to improve in your listening. Be honest. If you really want to become the kind of family that God wants you to be, if you want your family to operate God's way, if you want to do what the Bible says we ought to do, build one another up in love. So think, discuss, and pray about the items that I've mentioned. And then plan ways, you and your wife or you and your husband or you and your children, talk about ways that you can improve on these matters. Well, these are so important, such important issues as far as good listening and as far as building your family God's way, as far as building deep and constructive rather than destructive relationships in the family. Good listening is vitally important. Thank God our Father is a good listener. He hears, he's willing to listen to us if we come to him through Jesus Christ. If we come to him with the right attitude, he's willing to listen to what we have to say. We can come in prayer and pour out our hearts to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and they will listen to us. And then also, are we willing to listen to them by studying the Word of God and hearing what they have to say, changing where we need to change, repenting, confessing our sins where we failed, and then seeking the help of the Holy Spirit to become the kind of listeners as well as the kind of communicators that God would want us to be. Well, may God help us to do that in our families so that we might have a family that is built God's way. We might develop good, godly, constructive relationships in the family for the sake of Jesus and for the sake of having a good family, a family that enjoys one another, respects one another, and helps one another. May God help each of us to consider what it means to be a good listener, to identify ways in which we're not good listeners, and then to ask God for forgiveness and ask the other person for forgiveness where we haven't been good listeners, and then to seek the help of the Holy Spirit to change or we need to change in this matter of being a good listener. May God help each of us in our families to become better communicators, which involves becoming and being good listeners.